0: The Art
1: talks.
0: The Art talks I really want to celebrate uh, the creativity of the women uh, but all the creativity is another way to give voice uh, at the artists that I like. Only in this way you can move in the future and uh, you have a conversation with a new generation of uh, women.
1: I am so excited to say that today on Dior Talks, we are speaking to the great multidisciplinary artist, Marinella Senatore. Living and working in Rome, Senatore rethinks the role of the artist as author and the public as recipient with her work merging forms of protest public ceremonies, civil rituals, and mass events. Having studied at the Academy of Fine Arts in Naples, the Conservatory of Music, and the National School of Cinema in Rome, she is dedicated to visual art, where she uses different media, from video and photography, to installation and action. In 2013, Senatore found the School of Narrative Dance, a nomadic school focused on non-hierarchical learning and emancipation. The multidisciplinary school is characterised by free workshops engaging the general public through energetic processions where the artist and participants orchestrate new narratives. But the reason why we are speaking with Marinella today is because she has excitingly collaborated with Maria Grazia-Curie for Dior's Cruise 2021 set, which will be displayed without a real-life audience but live-streamed to the world on July 22nd. My name is Katie Hessel. I'm an art historian and curator from London and run the Great Woman Artist Instagram account. And today I'm so delighted to be speaking with Marinella Senatore. Um, so, Marinella Salatore, I mean, we are speaking just a few weeks before your collaboration with Dior, whereby you have designed an incredible set made up of your artwork for their now postponed Cruise 2021 show, which actually will be quite a historic occasion because instead of having an in-real-life crowd, the work is going to be live-streamed actually to the world. But I'd just love to start off by asking you, how did this relationship with Maria Grazia Curie come about?
0: <laughs> Um, Well, uh, Maria Grazia is very attentive about contemporary art, and she collects uh, permanently uh, feminist artists, and mostly female artists, and so she got familiar with my work, with my practice, and uh, she asked me to think about something very special for this very special occasion, because it's very important for her also to come back to Italy in the south, in a region like Puglia, which is very dear to her, and I'm also from south of Italy, so I... I include in my work already a lot of uh, reference to this area and my heritage, let's say. So we found out that we had a lot in common and we simply started. It seems like such a sort of natural progression as
1: well from the artist who she has also been working with. But I'd love for you to tell us a bit more about this specific set that you are that you have created for the postponed Cruise
0: 2021 show. It's long time that I work uh, uh, with particularly um, uh, structure which are called luminarie in Italian, and uh, it means sort of in Latin something like light in the air, and it's a very very long tradition, uh, which actually it's almost for um, it's it's almost lost because there are not very much family anymore doing this very craft. Uh, work. It's a sort of uh, wooden structure, very big, that was used in the past during the festivities and uh, particular occasions, religious and not. And uh, it brings a lot of lights that can create decorative motif, but can also uh, re- Uh, activated in a very contemporary way and that's what I do. So I uh, design the entire structures uh, taking in account the, the tradition as well because it's very beautiful and it's very worthy but beside the decoration and all the motif that I create I include always text So the sentences are very important also for Maria Grazia and for her vision, and they are very focused on feminist issues and topics about emancipation, empowerment of the women, but in a very poetical way. So you will see like a sort of ephemeral new space created by by these huge wooden structures full full of lights and colours. And uh, it will remind to the... A uh, very popular gathering of people, an idea of plaza which is more um, uh, uh, poetic than physical, because the luminades a kind of architecture very ephemeral and not, not permanent actually.
1: Yeah, I was lucky enough to actually witness your incredible luminary uh, display at the High Line back in 2018, which was this fantastic structure, which was under the High Line, uh, which said, you know, give your daughters difficult names. I mean, can you tell yeah. us a bit more about the, your, your thought process behind the poems that you do actually display in light? Do you want them to provoke?
0: Uh... As artists, I always thought that we have a role in the society and I also think that our role uh, must be uh, led by ethic and uh, also poetic vision. So I think yeah. that artists can really open a sort of windows and to uh, the imagination of everybody in order to, um, uh, to create new possibilities for coexistence, for gathering of people, about the idea of community, which is very dear to me, and also to think about the social structures. And, of course, the lens that I use is the feminist one. So I I, I think it's very, very urgent to look through the lens of the feminist about the society. And uh, in the case of High Line, for instance, was a quote about the very, very good... um, uh, poet Barsonshire in this case we have for Lecce we have a couple of quotes uh, from Carla Lonzi, the greatest theorist uh, very dear to, yeah. to o- <laughs> all us uh, very dear to Maria Grazia as well yeah. <laughs> uh, she's a, a sort of light of reference for all of us and, um, and there are a couple of quotes which are a sort of homage, a celebration of her Im- immense legacy But all the other sentences are original and are sentences that I created on purpose and are about the, uh, for instance, we rise by lifting others or the importance of the name, especially in the patriarchal culture, the name of the women is very important because it it means, especially in the post-colonial period, it means uh, identity and respect. And that's why the names of the people uh, mean more than uh, what we usually think, because it was created as a way to belong to the patriarchal system that was able to pronounce or not this name or to, uh, in a certain way, own you uh, and your identity as a woman. Um, So, yes, everything, every single sentence, actually, I will say, it's, Poetic, as the great Lord say, and also Carla Lonzi uh, pointed out, the po- the poem, and the poetry is important for the resistance, for the rebellion, for the protest. It's not yeah. only about anger; it's also about creating a new space for thinking. And so, my sentences, which are always present in my artworks in general, are very much focused on this um double side poetry with a concept combined with concept of empowerment yeah
1: that's what's so powerful about your work you know first of all it draws you in you know it is this beautiful architecture made out of light and um you know you're immediately drawn to it because of the colors and because of this vivacity but then you get to these poems and also they speak so universally i mean i just you mentioned earlier um you know you have this line about we rise by lifting others i mean that is so kind of at one with maria grazia curie's collaborative ethos as well can you tell us
0: about this specific line Uh, this line is more or less my statement let's say so it's exactly what i think and what I also experience when I work with the entire community. So uh, uh, my work is based strongly on participation. And uh, it's the same when I create big sculpture like Luminaria or when I make a performance or even didactic processes with entire communities. What we share and what we create are space, virtual or physical spaces for something to happen. And what we try to foster, and what people really need, is first of all the sense of belonging, yeah. and secondly the need to empower themselves to re- to fix a sort of dignity that something, some sometimes is lost, especially uh, in the, in our society, in our everyday life. If you don't have a job, if you're not visible for the society, so all these kind of people. Claim for a place in in in, in the society and the play and visible for the other people. So I experienced this in long uh, since two thousand six, more or less. I worked with over six millions of people yeah. in over Incredible. seventeen countries. Incredible. And uh, what I can say that is a very common line is this one, then the imaginary, the culture, the way to express and and think about themselves and their communities is completely different, of course, from Africa to, uh, um, I don't know, uh, China, for instance. But the, the lack of belonging, the lack of sense of union, of assembly, of belonging, plus the lack of empowerment, of emancipation, are the very common uh, lines. So I try always to emphasize this aspect because I think that art can be very useful in this. I think the significance of the place is so
1: important as well. Will these um, poems be in different languages as well?
0: Yes, they will be in Italian, English and French. And usually, uh, this is something that I do always, I try always to keep and uh, the language of the local places because i think it's very important for people to be in a certain way uh, recognized for their own culture and in this case also in Maria Grazia, uh, uh, thoughts and intention, uh, we don't want to be abusive. Actually, we want to foster an inclusion and a big celebration also of the incredible heritage that this part of the South yeah. has. Puya is a very incredible Uh, place, full of tradition, full of art, uh, full of um, uh, Greek influence and ancient influence. So there are a lot of uh, artisan, craftsmen, skills, sour fare, that can be highlighted. And even the luminaries themselves are built in uh, in Puglia yeah. because in Puglia th- there is this uh, big family uh, which is the company that is doing the luminaries oh, for wow. us which is located in Puglia yeah. so there, there is a specific uh, actually design and uh, and it, imaginary about the luminaria in Puglia which is very different from the luminaria you can find in Sicily oh. which are more uh, baroque let's say are yeah. uh, more decorative in Puglia is the baroque is very very Clean. And I think it's absolutely in tune with the idea of the women that Maria Grazia expresses in her beautiful, beautiful collection, yeah. especially in this one. So uh, uh, a lot of elegance, uh, modernity and uh, um, uh, Yeah, a sort of creativity that is very close to poetry, to vision. It's very visionary for me, also, the work of Maria Grazia. So, in this sense, we are absolutely in tune, and so we work it very, very easily because it's a sort of remind to each other. uh, And this is perfect, actually.
1: And also, what's so interesting about what's happened is the fact that this show actually will be broadcast instead of actually, you know, witnessed by a select group of people. And that even makes it
0: even more accessible and puts these people on the world stage even more. This is very inclusive, actually, which is another concept very important for me. But uh, I want to point out that Dior did something very important, uh, trying to don't quit the project and so to don't uh, disappoint the expectation of the people and actually during a COVID moment to create something in any way and this alternative way is as you said fantastic because it's even more inclusive so it's (laughs) So uh, uh, despite the the tragic moment that Italy and all the world lived and is still living because the virus is not out of our life, uh, not permanently, let's say, um, we took advantage of the situation, imagining other kind of uh, broadcasting or showing, etc. And this uh, resulted in something even better, in my opinion.
1: You know, not, not just having your set there, but there will be, you know, local artisans, local musicians, you know, bands perpetuating the tradition of La, la, la Taranta throughout. I mean, I mean, how do you feel about all these local performers coming
0: together to gather in your set? Uh, this is exactly what I wish from the beginning, because <laughs> I used to work yeah. in general, uh, engaging local energies always. For me, it's exactly what my luminaries and my structure means. uh, It's a space for something to happen. It's it's very normal for me. It's typical in my work to have this, and it's what I want to create. Actually, the space, uh, it's not abusive. It's a space that can uh, uh, gather people and... It's a, it's an open space that people can activate, and it will be shaped in a certain way by people moving and uh, and performing in the way is possible. And about Taranta, I can say that this is an incredible tradition, actually wow. contaminated also uh, uh, with. Uh, m- other culture and it's about the incredible uh, freedom of the body it's something more than a style it's a, a state of mind yeah i mean it, it's gonna be a
1: gift in every dimension you know as, as a viewer who will be watching it online or be incredible to learn more about the culture as well but i want to sort of talk about a bit more about the political aspect of this because as well you know One of your um, incredible poetry lines is, a wish is revolutionary because it seeks what cannot be seen. I mean, can you tell us about this line in particular? I was really drawn by this.
0: Yes, it's uh, what I experienced in all these years, uh, traveling and working with a lot of people. And it's connected with the um, meaning of also desire and imagining. And I think that more than ever, we are facing in very clear way a lot of uh, very dramatic issues. Uh, just to, to mention what's happening and uh, yeah. in U.S. and uh, with African-American uh, community which I work with because actually I worked with yeah. Black Lives Matter former Black Panthers so I lived in U.S. and I'm yeah. an activist myself but I found this way to combine art as language with activism and for me this is the response and actually if you If you think about the the very contemporary collective and activists and how they uh, perform in a certain way (laughs) in order to promote their instance, it's different from the 70s. We take the street yet, but we take the street in a different way. And we use, actually, as activists, a lot of performative languages. And this is about imagination. This is about creating a new narrative. I think that now it's the very important time to create, to highlight and to foster new narrative. So this is my political view in general. And again, I come yeah. back to Carla Lonzi when she spoke about the asymmetry in the society. And that's exactly what feminists focused too. And The asymmetry can be racial, can be about ethnicity, can be uh, about gender, and of course we we, we just have to think about how many women die uh, every day, actually every day, which is unbelievable the woman is always there. We start talking about abortion again. We start talking about sick love and love has nothing Mm. to do with violence and homicide. And so this is something that it's really, really uh, not understood yet. And so it's our commitment as people that, uh, in, in our own place me in this case as artist Maria Grazia as a designer but also uh, a, a writer a scholar, a teacher so we must address this in the way we can from our own uh, uh, point no, from where we are uh, this is something very very urgent and I think that we cannot anymore ignore this so the, the potential potential uh, of the revolution inside the small actions it's something very serious to me
1: yes definitely and i think the fact that it will be on a world stage will also speak to people in so many different dimensions you know it's so interesting that what you've created here speaks so to the present of what we're discussing today and what's in the news i'm very interested about your background i mean how did your background really enhance this interest in
0: participatory performance it's very multifaceted because I, of course, studied art. I have three degrees in art because I also traveled to Spain and I had other degree. I'm completing my PhD, so I don't stop uh, yeah. uh, always. So, <laughs> Amazing. Because I think that <laughs> studying is a responsibility for people that manage culture in every way. Uh, beside that... I worked as a professional violinist because I also have this background as professional violinist and it was a very important moment of my formation because I realized that the metaphor of the orchestra actually where there are all these people and then there is a conductor that take the best yeah. from these people, these, the musicians, but also the individuality, the importance of the individuality of each musician. So when I talk about Ultimately. collective participation, I don't talk about a very uh, diffuminating mass. The concept of mass doesn't belong to me. I think that we celebrate individuality, but in a choral structure of work. So the orchestra was very important for me to understand that. Plus, when I came to Rome, I was pretty young. Um, I attended the National Film School, which is a very, very famous uh, school. And I worked with great masters of cinema, uh, Oscar nominee like uh, Storaro, Giuseppe Rotunno, so uh, incredible (gasps) Incredible. people. Uh, Tosi, so the great costume designer, uh, production designer, director of photography. And again, it was... I wanted so bad to make this experience of formation and also working on the field because it was another core structure of work, another way to end yeah. it, staying all together and create something enhancing our own skills but sharing and also negotiate our uh, ideas with others, which happens absolutely in the movie field. So I wanted these experiences. Then recently I founded a school, which is called the School of Narrative Dance in 2013, because I'm also a professor in several universities around the world. And I take my role as professor... Is a very political action into the society. It's a sort of school about narration, first of all, yeah, and the yeah. Did- horizontal didactic process where everybody can be teacher and students at the same yeah. time. And uh, uh, I foster the uh, inclusion of local energies so in every place yeah. we have nomadic free of charge of course we don't have a big, yeah. we are not building base so we travel around the world we are hosted by museum and institution and for the time we are there can be one month can be one year and then the final outcome is always a performance that includes dance yeah.
1: In, in a way what Maria Grazia is doing as well is she's also kind of playing conductor here and she's saying you know let's all chime in on this one part of the world which is Lecce and Lecce's, you know it's not Paris or London it's not always on the world stage but it's saying you know let's celebrate this place let's celebrate the people their culture the artisans and it feels so inherent with your work
0: yes and i appreciate very much that she took this decision because of course uh, the presentation of an incredible collection like the cruise one uh, can be done in a very big city with a lot of uh, international recognition etc her decision the or decision was extremely challenging and also very uh, I appreciate very much, very, very um, much valuable because they tried really to celebrate something that yeah. is less known than other, other culture or other narrative in other cities or, and this is a great challenge, but it's something that is very similar and, and dear to my own way to work so my methodology is exactly the methodology of Maria Grazia uh, knowing the city, knowing all the, the, um, the legacies and the heritage and uh, in inviting engaging artisan or every other people musicians that can be in this area geographic area and this this is very similar to how I proceeded that's why the working with her was so smooth so beautiful because we are absolutely in tune we proceed in the same way I think that this will have big repercussion
1: yeah definitely and I'm intrigued as well you know we are recording this in the build-up to the um, actual set. And, you know, we are still in the midst of lockdown. And I want to know how has the preparation been for you, you know, experiencing being in Rome, um, actually, you know, planning this with Maria Grazia in lockdown?
0: Fortunately... We have a great communication, and we laugh a lot and we talk a lot, and it was always this way. So we try to take this with serious because, uh, of course, the moment is tragic for the entire world. Uh, I even personally lost a person, so it was very tragic. But uh, we tried to take the best from the moment for us that we are safe. Uh, Uh, in a certain way to use this time in a very positive way and and also uh, continuing this work and don't give up was a way to uh, also to show how fortunate we were and that people need to need art need arts in general but it was also important an economical aspect that maybe can be not perceived immediately, but the lack of job that in every uh, country we experience uh, is dramatic and has a lot of very negative repercussions. So, uh, not quitting the project was even a way to help all this small business, this family-run business like the family Parisi that is building the Luminari to go ahead, to don't give up, and uh, remotely I followed all the work in progress of the building of the Luminarie and uh, we were a daily conversation, sometimes 10 times in the day, also on uh, on a very economical aspect. I think it was ex- ex- very, very uh, helpful and uh, extremely extremely uh, generous from the uh, Ormazon to don't quit also for the people engaged. And so to provide work, to provide occasion to work, because working is not just having, it's also being. It's also it's connected also with the dignity of the people and their role in the society. It's something far more than receiving money and making life. It's, it's something really more. For me, it's very serious, this aspect. And so I think that... Um, engaging and uh, don't disappointing also this local business and this local artisan, this local creative was a very important sign that I don't underestimate at all. And I'm sure that people in Lecce don't underestimate at all.
1: Fantastic. Marilella, thank you so much. But as this is Dior Talks, we do always end each podcast asking our guest, who is your feminist hero?
0: Oh, for sure, Carla (laughs) Lonsi. I'm sorry but I'm not patriotic it's just that she connected so well with art and she was a critic so of course I recognize in her uh, uh, a reference because it's very close to my own work Uh, the connection with art and feminist is obviously uh, important for me but Lorde or uh, wow there are so many in the world, <laughs> the African-American, yes. uh, the African-American ones, but even uh, po- even um, poets uh, yeah. um, are very fascinating for me. But on theoretical aspect, I will say Carla Lonzi, but actually we can take from a lot of uh, great intellectual women, and not only women, we can take a lot of important contents. But of course, I needed this connection with art, uh, which makes more clear things for me. So that's why I say Carla Lonzi, of course.
1: (laughs) Fantastic, Marilella. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. I'm so excited to see the set.
0: Thanks to you. It was a pleasure. Thank you.